It's a group in a march to demand his resignation. We are demanding his exit. And now that he has decided to disrespect us, we will not present our petition. We will go and come back again. We will come back here again. And we will come back and demand to see him in person. Plus why the minority is declaring war on the governor. He has, he has called for war. He will get it big time. He dare not step in parliament because we will not entertain him in parliament. And top story is always brought to you by Vodafone. Tense moments today as protesters led by the NDC minority and party leadership insisted on proceeding to the Bank of Ghana to deliver a personal petition to the governor, Ernest Addison. Now, hundreds had poured onto the streets today to back the demand for the resignation of the central bank governor and his two deputies. The police just yesterday declared they would not allow the protesters, including the leadership of the minority, anywhere near the central bank premises, which they had assessed as a security zone. Well, today, the police were determined to avoid a repetition of the violent scenes that characterized the three-day fix-the-country protest and allowed the leadership of the minority to hand-deliver their petition at the Bank of Ghana. But as it turned out, the governor himself and his two deputies were not available to receive the petition themselves. Instead, they sent out the central bank's security head to engage the protesters. Listen to the head of security of the central bank. We've heard that you'll be coming to present a petition to the governor. Please, can we get your name and position again? Wing Commander, Wing Commander Kwame Asarebuati. Retired. Retired. Director, Security Bank. I'm, I'm retired. <laughs> <laughs> and also a counselor like you. So, um, like I said earlier, we want to <clears throat> congratulate you for the peaceful demonstration that you have conducted today. We were informed that you will be coming to present the petition to the governor. But the three governors, as we speak, are currently meeting the IMF and, uh, in a meeting and there's nobody there. So the government has asked that I meet you and take the petition on his behalf and will accordingly respond to the petition. Colleague Maxwell was as usual there for us all day and joins us in the studio. And Maxwell, yeah. this development did mm. not please the minority group and the Andes leadership at all. Yeah. 
how did it get to this point? Because from yesterday, they were determined to hand True. deliver this petition yeah. to Dr. Addison himself. Yes, exactly. And um, the minority leader, Kassela Tufosin, in fact, retreated that in an interview with him. And even at the brass spot, he stated emphatically that if they do not hand deliver the petition to the governor of the Bank of Ghana, they were not going to leave the premises um, of, the, um, of the central bank. So as they got there and um, things didn't go according to plan, you could see that he was actually fuming and very angry um, that the Bank of Ghana sent um, the director of security to come and meet them and then um, take the um, petition. In fact, he did not mince words at all. He says he feels very disrespected. Let me say that I feel very disrespected as the leader of the opposition in parliament for a simple reason that we demanded to present a petition to the governor of the central bank of the republic of ghana otherwise known as the bank of ghana the governor has two deputies namely deputy one and deputy two unfortunately he has decided to disrespect us and his two deputies has also decided to disrespect us by not being here and to receive our petition. We never said we are going to present our petition to the head of security or someone responsible for security with all due respect. They have actually mismanaged the affairs of the central bank. They have mismanaged the affairs of monetary policy. Today, Ghana, our beloved country, is on 18 nails. But let the governor be aware that, in fact, printing of money is like an alcoholism. The good effect or the perceived good effect comes immediately. But the hangover comes after the party. Governor Addison printed money to finance the champagne lifestyle of this President Takufuado and Baumian lifestyle on an appetition budget. Today, our country is on eight nails. The Bank of Ghana is bankrupt. We will not accept it. We are demanding his exit. And now that he has decided to disrespect us, we will not present our petition. We will go and come back again. We will come back here again. And we will come back and demand to see him in person. The crowd you've seen is just the beginning. We will come back again. And I assure you, trust me, we will come back again. He should better come in here. If he thinks that the IMF is more important than the Parliament of Ghana, if he thinks that the IMF is more important than the people of Ghana, he's here because of the people of Ghana and not IMF. So let him deal with IMF or we'll come after him. We will come after him. Thank you. Until we see him, we are not stopping. This is just the beginning. So on that note, we mean no disrespect, but we think. And, and Maxwell, um, what we're just hearing there in the background is a, a bit of the tension before they made your way to the central bank uh, premises to hand deliver this petition. That, as we've heard, you're very disappointed, especially because of how they fought to make that happen. Yesterday, the police had said, no way, we're not allowing you close to the central bank premises. Yes, exactly. Um, so, 
at this point, what you can hear in the background, um, the leadership of the demonstration, they were only given an opportunity um, to go. The protesters were kept at bay by hundreds of police officers in route control gear who had formed a human war um, th that cannot be penetrated. In fact, there were two layers of metallic barricades that kept the protesters at bay, so they couldn't get opportunity to go uh, be beyond that. So they were there, and the leadership were allowed to walk quite a distance from the Kwame Nkrumah Museum to the central um, to the central bank. But at that point, some of the protesters got agitated because they said they were there to occupy um, the bank of Ghana premises, and they wanted to get a chance, you know, to get there. We were actually caught in the middle of things. It, it took the intervention of the Ngopram Prom MP to get us. Be, uh, beyond, you know, the um, barricade that had been formed by the police officers for about 20-25 minutes we're just struggling um, to go through. Mm. Stay with me. I want to bring mm. in uh, the National Communications Officer of the NDC. He was also on the front lines today. Exactly. Uh, Sammy Jamefi, thanks for your time here on Top Story. Thanks for having me. Even. Uh, we just had the explanation from the head of security at the Central Bank that the governor and the two deputies they were meeting the IMF today. That certainly sounds like a good excuse. <laughs> Not at all. That rather sounds um, like an insult to the sensibilities of the good people of this country who have been plunged into untold hardships by the very actions of the governor of the Central Bank of Ghana. The governor is there managing our Central Bank for and on behalf of the good people of this country. Power resides in the people. Sovereignty resides in the people. He is only a servant of the people. We pay him with our taxes. His allowances are drawn from our taxes as a country. And so if the people of this country, led by 137 members of parliament, led by civil society organizations, led by market women, fishermen and fishmongers association, drivers and so on, are protesting and do indicate to you that we will be coming to your premises to hand to you a petition. You cannot tell me that is a reasonable excuse for the governor of the central bank to tell us that he was in a meeting, meeting with the IMF. We have done our checks. There's not been any meeting between the governor of the central bank and the IMF today. Well, and I mean, again, how do you know that for settings? We were, we, were, we, were, we were within the principles of the Bank of Ghana for hours. And so I didn't think that the meeting they were engaged in never came to an end. At some point, we were told that the governor had traveled. Then we were told again that he was not even well and that he was at the hospital, only for us to get to the entrance, uh, for us to be told by the, 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 the head of the watchman at the central bank that the governor is in a meeting with the IMS. That is an insult of the IMS order. Parliament has oversight over the work of the central bank. The constitution is very clear on that. And so we feel disrespected, and that is why our leader, the leader of the position in parliament, made it clear that we were not going to present, and we did not present our petition, but we will be back there again. But this, that, this time around, with a much, much bigger crowd. And we hope to cross the point at which we were blocked today and get very close to the Bank of Ghana, so that we occupy the place till he gives the good people of this country the respect we deserve, get the courage, master the courage, master the decency to at least face the people, receive our petition, 
listen to the issues we are raising, listen to our demands, and heed our demands. Until he does that, there is no escaping for Governor Addison. He can run, but he cannot hide from accountability. For the avoidance of doubt, then, you're saying that there will certainly be another protest? I want to make it emphatically clear that today's demonstration, as mammoth as it was, as historic as, as it was, is only the beginning of a series of protests that we, in conjunction with civil society organizations, political parties, I mean, worker groups, and so on, will be embarking to demand accountabilities from our duty bearers. Addison succeeded in running today. Today, we understand that they didn't even allow the staff of Bank of Ghana to report for work. Um, workers of um, GCD, which is um, you know, very close to the Bank of Ghana, were closed at about 12 p.m. So they succeeded in running. But how long can Addison run from accountability? He can run, but like I said, he cannot hide. Because we will be, we'll be going back there again and again and again until he masters the courage to face the consequences of his actions. This is a man who has sworn to uphold the laws of this country. And here I'm talking about the Bank of Ghana Act. The very act he relied on to collapse 426 financial institutions. Today, people are suffering from all manner of diseases, stroke. Some have even lost their lives. Because as workers of these collapsed institutions, their severance packages were not paid to them. The Bank of Ghana does not care about them. Now, you collapse people's businesses for violating the Bank of Ghana Act and turn around to print in excess of 77 billion Ghana cities for the government in clear violation of Section 30 of the Bank of Ghana Act, which, according to Section 66 of the Bank of Ghana Act, is a crime punishable by a term of imprisonment no more than two years. And you want to go scot-free? Is it more Ghanaian than Parkwesi Indium? Is it more Ghanaian than uh, Amwabin? Is it more Ghanaian than Dr. Kwamnado Fo, who today he has rendered jobless, having collapsed their financial institutions? So we are holding his feet to the same fire of accountability that he held the seat to, de- to the, the, the 426 financial institutions he has collapsed. You understand? You have collapsed our central bank. For the first time in the history of Ghana, we, the central bank has incurred unprecedented losses to the tune of 60.8 billion and a negative equity of 55.1 billion. Haven't Addison done enough? He has done enough. And we've had enough of his recklessness. Today, last year alone, after collapsing the bank, after violating the law, they increased the remuneration of directors to 8.6 million cities. That is some 86 billion. It is only under the leadership of Addison that directors of a, a company or a bank will have higher remuneration after mismanaging a company they have been entrusted with and incurring unprecedented losses. President Mahama, when he was president under the leadership of Dr. Wampa, under the leadership of Dr. Ishaku, the Bank of Ghana made profit every single year. From 2017 to 2020, we made profit. Even they did not think about using the profit for a new head office. We talked about building a hospital to serve the health needs of this country, the people of this country. And that is why today we can boast of the bank hospital, okay, which was a refuge for many years when COVID struck. And then you, you are not making profit. You've made an unprecedented loss 
of close to six billion dollars. Under under extraordinary circumstances, you you mentioned the Bank of Ghana governors in the past under John Mahama, but none of them had to contend with a COVID crisis. None of them had to contend with the sort of situation that NS Addison is currently dealing with. Unprecedented. That, that Doesn't that count Even, something? There cannot be any justification for a crime. If you go to KJTR and you steal and you are caught, you cannot say that I stole money because my mother was sick. I stole money because my children are starving. They are not getting food. Would that be a reasonable justification? Well, at least to the law to has provided for how the Bank of Ghana can intervene to save the country when we have emergencies. The Bank of Ghana access in Turkey is very clear on that. The limit used to be 10% of the fiscal, of the, re, the total revenue of the previous fiscal year. President Mahama reduced that to 5%. You can't go beyond that. Yeah, but Sammy, if, if you want to go beyond that because of COVID-19, section 6 of section 30 says, go to parliament and inform parliament of the new ceiling you, the governor, the Minister of Finance and the controller has said. Yeah, but I mean, if, it's, if it's a violation of the law, is protest the way to deal with it? Absolutely. We are not just going to be protesting and talking. There's the time for talk is long over. This is the time for action. And part of the action is to vent our frustrations, to protest against this on the streets. But other, uh, the, 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 another form of this action I'm talking about has to do with we petitioning appropriate state institutions mandated with the power such as? to investigate and prosecute such matters. And that is why yesterday, even before we started this protest today, through the Honorable Member of Parliament for Boko Central, Honorable Mahama Yarega, we petitioned the Office of the Special Prosecutor. And we are expecting that the Special Prosecutor will launch criminal investigations into this matter and actually prosecute the governor, his deputies, and the entire members of the board who have supervised the, the collapse of the Ghanaian economy. Today, the World Bank is telling us that 850,000 Ghanaians have been pushed down the poverty line because of high inflation. What is the cause of that high inflation? That's the cause of that high inflation. It's excessive printing of money by Ms. Governor Addison, the printer. That is what is leading to the hyperinflation. Sammy, on the, on, on the decision by the minority, and of course backed by the party, to continue the protest, I mean, critics will look at what you did when you made a similar vow um, about the finance minister uh, using the parliamentary channel. And you also made a similar vow when it came to the accusation that some of your members were being victimized in parliament, and so you're going to boycott parliament until the, the government listens. In both cases, you failed to hold on to that commitment why should we believe now when you say now that it's going to be a, a protest consistently until you get what you want from the bank of ghana governor that you can actually this time succeed in what you failed to do in the case of the kind of Friata and others okay we we, we we did not fail in the case of kenu Friata. what we sought to do was to censor kenu Friata, and you know to censor that a minister you need to tell majority of parliament our friends on the other side, I'm talking about MPP members of the majority caucus, most of them, majority of them, committed to that motion um, of censure. And initially, they were with us. And so we had our two-third majority. But they were deceived by President Ekufuad, who we have never believed anyway, because we know he's not trustworthy. He told them that, oh, wait for the finance minister to finish the IMF negotiations. And after that, I will let him go. So he deceived them. And because of that, they withdrew. 
Now, having withdrawn, you know that we only have 137 members of parliament. That is what Ghanaians gave us on 7th October 2020. And with 137 members of parliament, you cannot censor a minister. That is why that was abandoned. It is not that we failed. It is rather the MPP who have decided to support this finance minister, who is the mastermind, the main brain behind the mess we find ourselves in and the hardships we are reeling under. We find another example of um, what you said we're going to boycott parliament. Well, boycott parliament the vacation. Mm -hmm. The vacation. So our members of parliament who are being persecuted, like the Honorable Atto Fulton, the Honorable James Jachikwesi, are no longer being brought before courts. And that is why you haven't seen us boycotting parliament. In any mm -hmm. case, parliament has been on recess for some time now. So we, 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 we've not We've not failed or reneged or so, any so of these. When, you know, when is the uh, next protest? That we've made in time when, when is the next protest? We, we will be communicating the date soon. We are certainly occupying the Bank of Ghana. And this time around, we are not going to stop at where we are blocked today. If we have to fight this matter in court, we will fight this matter in court. Because today, look at how, what, how ridiculous you know, what the police did was, was. Here we are, the police tells us that the Bank of Ghana is a security zone. Nobody can go there to protest. And we tell them that, look, there is no... You can't say that because the place is a security zone, peaceful demonstrators or citizens of this country cannot protest there. We cited the example of the White House. When they disagreed, as reasonable as we were, we told them that, look, as we are, we told them that tell us the termination point of that security zone. They could they have not been able to tell us to date. So we'll be fighting this matter in court. But they, allow, but they allowed you to present the petition. of that security zone. Because today, today on the, at North High Street, we saw Trotros, Kayais, traders. They were there in front of the Bank of Ghana, selling water, selling plantain chips, selling bread. Where in the world have you seen people selling bread, selling water, selling plantain chips in a security zone? So traders can go there and sell. Drivers can use that route every day. The Atamos High Street is one of the most patronized streets in Ghana. But you are saying that peaceful protesters cannot congregate in front of this office on this very street that we use. But, but Sammy, they allowed you to present the petition, which is what you want. Oh, we presented the petition, but at least that was not what we we're looking for. You know, today, and let me commend the thousands and thousands and thousands of protesters for their patriotism, for their reasonableness, and for their discipline. The agreement we had with the Gampare-led police was that we were going to make a U-turn at the Kwame Nkrumah Mausoleum, or if you like, the Supreme Court traffic light. That was a proposal I made in our last meeting with them. And all of them were at Eden that our proposal was very, very reasonable. And they wrote to us again to this route. How come that at the 11th hour, the police decided to change you know, that, that point of the U-turn. I mean, if we had not controlled the crowd, maybe the story would have been different. But thank God, we're able to manage the crowd. And that tense situation we had did not degenerate. We will continue to do that because we are doing this for Ghana. Ghana is the only country we have, and we cannot destroy this country because of policemen who cannot keep their word, policemen who cannot stay true 
you know, to the to, to, to the laws they have sworn to uphold. Yeah, I mean, Sami, I'm great. I'm grateful uh, for for joining us uh, on, on this. And and I still have with me Maxwell uh, in the studio. Maxwell, you you were with the protesters, yeah. um, and, and I saw that of course the IGP uh, post the protest had been to the ground, yes. uh, meeting the police officers. Yeah, uh, and also it's good because you also covered the uh, fix the country protest over the exactly. period. Yeah, uh, you've heard Sami's verdict on on the police. Mm. You were there in terms of where, how they they manage the protest. And, yeah. and where they asked them to turn and the barricades. Hmm. Uh, what's your what's your own assessment being there on the ground on, on the security arrangements today? Well, I, I couldn't help but commend the Ghana Police Service on air um, for how they were able to manage the crowd, especially in the face of um, some confrontation that got heated at some point. Uh, the first point of confrontation was when the protesters wanted um, to use the Kwame Nkrumah Avenue down to the Central Business District um, to the um, Central Bank. But the minority leader himself uh, managed to get on the ground there to de-escalate um, the situation to get the protesters to use the castle road. At a point when there was a bit of disagreement and confrontation, no really, you know, the police managed, handled the situation properly. In fact, I didn't see any police officer um, armed on the ground. All of them just in their route control gear, um, just making sure that the protesters do not go beyond the barricades that he had formed. The IGP himself was there and he congratulated his men for handling the protesters, mm. you know, very well. I mean, that speaking about, about that and, and the police uh, mm. and, and security, yeah. uh, some of the members of parliament, leading mm. voices, are already declaring war on the governor. Mm. True. Um, some George, especially, uh, was not happy that they didn't get to present their petition to the governor of the Bank of Ghana. He says they didn't walk all the way from Obrasport to the central bank to present their petition to the head of security you know at the central bank they wanted to present it to the governor of the bank of ghana and he says they will retaliate he says anytime the governor and his two deputies are coming to parliament they'll boycott parliament and he actually declared what he calls war i am disrespected i am offended that he will send the watchman the gate man the security man to come and receive a petition on monetary policy. He says he's a retired wing commander. For a wing commander, his business is flying planes. I mean, what has a wing commander got to do with monetary policy and, 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 and inflation rates? But you see, this is, this is a good indication of where we are. He has, he has called for war. He will get it big time. He dare not step in parliament because we will not entertain him in parliament. I, I was just asking the national chairman if you would recommend, uh, he talked about a boycott, and I was asking him if he would endorse any boycott in parliament, advise the minority in parliament to boycott it. Is this something you support? Well, well, for me, yeah. I would insist the next time any of the deputy governors or the governor appears before the public accounts committee that we also cannot see them. We would ask this, is either they, they meet the security detail in parliament to hear them before the public accounts, or they should go and then when we are ready, we'll call them. And um, we've just heard from uh, Sami Jifi there. The national chairman was also on the ground. Yes, um, the national um, chairman, um, Johnson Esiri Nketiah, was also on the ground. And he says uh, the action by the governor of the Bank of Ghana flies in the face of democracy. Because if the people, um, if the people want to see you, you have to see them too, not the island. We all feel very much disrespected. And this, 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 this speaks to the impunity uh, with which 
Nana Fufuado and his appointees want to run this country. This is not democracy. I made a point yesterday that we are not operating a democracy now, a very defective democracy. Democracy is not about uh, voting once a while. It's about participating in governance of the country. Yeah. Let them proceed. Okay. But we are not handing over our petition to uh, uh, the head of security. It's like somebody wanted to present a petition to parliament, to the speaker of parliament, and the speaker delegates the mashah of the head of security of parliament to come and receive it. Okay. It's the height of disrespect. And so let him remain here. We are going to regroup. Find another time to bring the petition. Well, where you are the protest today, I want to hear from you at 055-111-997. News night in a minute. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires goal for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.